0: You have arrived. You have now entered the Kush Life. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast where we explore the Oklahoma medical marijuana community. From growers to dispensary owners, it's the Kush Life for us. Hey guys, this is Katie at Kush. I just wanted to give you guys a friendly reminder we do happy hour every morning from 10 to noon, it's every day. 20% off everything in store except for the daily deal that's right 20% off you can get concentrates edibles pre-rolls flour all at 20% off every morning 10 to noon come and see us hey
1: welcome to the kush life podcast hi my name is marshall hill <laughs> And this is gonna be a fun episode already. I know we're we're looking forward to learning some biblical names, right? <laughs> you are. I am, I am. But before we do, Katie, what's been going on this week?
0: Um, it's been a fun week here at Cush. We've been having pop ups. Uh Stash House was here today talking about Wana. Yay. And 1906.
2: Ooh. Yay. All right.
0: Ooh. 1906
1: is pretty cool. Yeah, they We are need really to have cool. them on sometime. I, I like taking multiple parts of what they do, and I I meant to grab some of that earlier today. What's too. your favorite drop? So, uh, ironically, there's multiple, but, I mean, the love's really interesting. It really is an interesting thing to I take. Is there a little
2: blue pill in there? Yeah. It is but it's really. red. It's
1: isn't red. It? <laughs> it's kind of pinkish, isn't it? It's pink. I haven't seen it. That's yeah. exactly. blue and red pill?
3: It's super interesting.
0: It's Um, to replace the blue pill. But then the
3: genius. (laughs) Not necessarily. Are we talking about White Rabbit with all these pills? Um,
0: (laughs) The 1906 has the love pill.
3: Yeah.
1: And then the genius. For arousal. The genius. Genius. If you have anything to do, don't take it. Because you'll remember everything that you were supposed to do. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happened to me. Uh, I took it. And about four hours later, I finally left to do what I was supposed to do. Because for four hours, I sat there remembering all this stuff that I had forgotten. <laughs> and so I was <laughs> chasing my tail for four hours before I actually finally got to do it. What so I'm what's in
2: that that makes, you, makes your head remember stuff like that? What's
0: They each have different um, herbs in them. So with the THC, they have herbs that are for different things so there's one for arousal there's one for memory there's one for happiness there's one for relaxation but yeah they're and and they're really low dose Mm -hmm. so they don't make you feel high but i always end up with the blissful one because i like to be happy and every time you look happy right now super well that's what i like (laughs) um so every time I feel like it works and I feel blissful.
2: Speaking of herbs, when is the first time you smoked cannabis, Josiah? How old were you? What did you smoke out of? <laughs> so <laughs> uh,
4: I actually didn't grow up smoking. Um, came from a pretty religious family. Um, so that was off the table for Same. a long time. Yeah. And uh, uh, one year my... religion? Uh, Christian. Uh, what uh, Non-denominational, actually. non yep, So yeah. they could just decide whatever they wanted.
1: Sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, we had a non-denominational guy, uh, Tornado Tops, right? And it was interesting yeah. as he started going back into the church, people would ask him questions about growing.
4: Uh, it's funny because I actually have some friends that I grew up going to church with that are dispensary owners and things like that. And it's like, ah, yeah. who would have guessed 15 <laughs> years ago? But uh, – my wife was going to school four hours away, and she came back for one weekend, and she was like, hey, well, I got something I want you to try. And I was like, oh, okay, well, what do you got? And she pulled out a little baggie, and I was like, what is that? She was like, it's weed. She she started smoking when she was 15, so, and she appreciated uh, marijuana a lot more than drinking, and so she brought the... Uh, weed home and was like i remember sitting there why are you picking it apart babe why are you grinding it what are you doing to it you know and uh she still laughs about it to this day and then afterwards we smoked it and uh my brother was over and he was being wild he was a little drunk and uh kind of ruined the mood because i was wanting to be real chill and calm and he was he was up
2: there, so... Uh, Different level, huh?
4: Yeah, I was like, man, dude, you need to try this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm over here trying to take a nap, but you're running around the house screaming and yelling, so it was a little chaotic. I wasn't expecting it, you know? It was just thrown in front of me, and I was like,
1: uh, how all right. Long, how long ago was this? When
4: I was 21, so seven years. It? Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I
1: was you know? using the force. I was going to try yep. to figure out your age, but... <laughs> oh, <No>, you're <laughs> good, so...
4: Um, but yeah, that was my first experience, do you know um, what it was? I know it was just a. I, I have no idea. She didn't even know. She was like, "I got this from a friend," and I was like, uh, "I didn't even know to ask what you know what strain it was or anything at the time. I I had no clue. Like I said, I was wondering why she was picking it apart and grinding it. So, <laughs> total noob at right. 21 years of age. So, um, I'm going to hand it over to Abraham.
1: Oh, not yes. Abe. Huh? Yes,
2: Abe. Same question okay. with your mother sitting here and everything.
5: All right. All right, mom. Well, uh, the first time I smoked was whenever I was like 15. And uh, I was with my friend Raindrop and Star. Uh, Yeah, that's their real names. Um, (laughs) And I smoked out of a can. Uh, <laughs> we first like uh yeah. my first pepper can yeah.
0: i thought I a raindrop and star would have already had bongs and all the things like yeah. they were the, just gonna yeah, like have yeah. the i mean we
5: were f- like 15 and 16 so we only <laughs> had so much
1: yeah but with you're right like with the name Ranger, yeah like, yeah you would have thought she oh. would have just walked out of a room with it already out. exactly
5: yeah she just like <laughs> cried filled up the bong um
2: but (laughs) raindrops get it guys
0: yeah
5: yeah yeah. i like it um and (laughs) we were beside the house actually like outside and it was honestly pretty stinky stuff it was nice uh for my first time but it was just like ditch weed basically i mean (laughs) for my first time i was like huh that looks awfully wild to be like putting in me, but all right, we'll try it.
1: (laughs) So he wanted to pass out. What did you feel?
5: Oh, I was just, I was chilling. I was just vibing. I mean, I was there with my two best friends at the time, and we were just like, running away from the house and (laughs) don't let him see your eyes yeah exactly go home keep your head down and like (laughs) make sure mom doesn't see me (laughs)
2: sure I'm tired today
5: yeah mom I need a nap it's it's only noon but I'm sleepy (laughs) when I wake up
2: please have me a sandwich
5: (laughs) sandwich good thing she always cooks desserts that was a much needed thing (laughs) growing up for sure
2: Okay, now.
3: Um, so the first time that I ever smoked weed, I was <clears throat> 29. Um, I was by myself, and I thought that I was going to die. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> you my, were paranoid, huh? my best friend, yeah, uh, my best friend from college, <clears throat> I called her. She lived just a few blocks away, and she came over. I explained to her that I kept quitting breathing, Um, so I needed her to watch me and tell me when to breathe. I have no idea what it was. I have no clue, but um, that was Sounds like
2: panic attack or something like that.
3: Yeah, probably like a little bit too much considering it was my first time. Now, I did not grow up like Josiah. Um, My dad grew weed in our closets um, from the time that I can remember. Here in Oklahoma? No. Um, in Missouri. Um, so, he did that. So, we grew up around it. Um, I could probably roll a paper joint by the time I was seven, maybe. So, that's probably why they grew up a little bit different. Is so,
0: So you grew up around it and didn't smoke it and stayed away from it till you were 29? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So. You think
2: growing up around it had any... Anything that put you That you didn't want to smoke it I guess
3: No it didn't have The, the weed actually never had a negative effect on, on anything like that I wouldn't say No not really It just never you know was that opportune time um, You know and in In the field that I'm in um, It's still very much frowned on So yeah
2: and We won't talk about that no. field. <laughs> Floral reef fields
1: Yeah, so the cool name. um, Walk us through who you guys are with the company.
3: Um, I'm owner-operator, part owner-operator, my brother and his wife, Um, Lisa. My brother's name is Uriah, also a Bible name, Um, and is also an old band named Uriah the Heap. So um, that's kind of uh, interesting. But so we all are owners of Floral Reef. What made you want to start? Um, So my brother was a little bit different, um, but it all boils down to the fact that in the end, we want to have a legacy or something um, for our children so that maybe things aren't as hard for them as they once were for us.
2: That's why I started in this industry as well.
3: It, I mean, you know, we may not reap the benefits of it, um, you know, being the parents and owners, but we're hoping that our children and our grandchildren will will reap those benefits. So, oh. and it's, it's amazing. I mean, all of the advances that are coming up with with medical advances that's one of the major things that I really look at um, when I think about it so
1: well I mean you're still young you should be able to reap some of the benefits of owning the business yeah. <laughs> the industry continuing to move forward
3: yeah. hoping so yeah, but yeah. yeah but we more got into it because we wanted you know something for our children and our grandchildren
1: all right so a you, you smoked some. Did you keep smoking through the rest of your life? Did you go back and uh, forth? What made yeah, you want to jump Yeah, on
5: in? and off. Uh, so is what happened with the company. Um, I mean, my uncle has known that I smoked for a while. Um, <laughs> not as long as I have, but he knows I've smoked a while. And uh, one day he just showed up at the house and was talking to me about uh, I was working at a dispensary at the time, uh, Flying Pig in Miami, Oklahoma. Shout out! Um, <laughs> and they actually what an
1: interesting name. Yeah, Flying the Flying Pig.
5: Pig. Yeah, the uh, his wife said that whenever marijuana is legal in Oklahoma, pigs would, fly. pigs would fly. Yeah, and he was like, "Okay, well, we'll see." And it got legalized, and so he opened it as the Flying Pig. Is the story. I guess. What I heard, I like anyway. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I worked at that dispensary for a year and a half and uh, my uncle came down and started talking to me about it and I shared a little, uh, little bit of information with him about, you know, the whole business side of it, the business aspect and uh, the medical aspect and he was really interested and Just kept escalating from there until here we are. (laughs) So, it's been a slow build from the beginning, but started off uh, really quick. (laughs) When did you guys
1: start? About a year ago. Yeah, we can't... (laughs) We
4: started about a year ago. Sorry, didn't have the microphone. So,
1: it's September, it's early September 21,
4: so... Yeah, a little over a year ago then, so... So, summer of 20? Yep. Cool. Um, and as far as me, um, you know, I Josiah. Tri- yep. Sorry. Hi again. It's me. Uh, I tried it for the first time when I was 21, like I said, and um, I had always struggled with um, anxiety, um, very high stress, probably from the way I grew up, you know, trying to be all that I'm supposed to be. And uh, after I tried marijuana, I was like, I feel free. And uh, I've always pursued the medical side of it. Um, I don't really know what I would do without it. And I've met a lot of people that were like that. I've helped a lot of people that were in situations like that. And that's where the passion on my end comes from. Um, And the way it all started is kind of the same for with Abe. My dad sat me down one day and he goes, I want to have a serious conversation with you.
1: Okay, so Uncle, Father, Father, Father.
4: Mm-hmm. got it. Yep. And Brother. he was like, "I want to open a grow." And I immediately, I was like, "Okay, what do I need to do?" He was like, "Well, we got to build everything. We, you know, we got to do all this and that." And I was like, "All right, well, I will. Uh, I'll be there. Let me know when. Let me know how."
5: Starting from square one was wild. Getting a location and. Building it and getting it set up just for growing was such a procedure. Like we built three room, four rooms, and completely tore down a couple of walls. And
4: yeah, it was. Uh, I worked in construction before this, so
1: it
2: helped a lot that some that of really us helped. had an and idea of what at, to you do. Said Afton.
4: Uh, yeah the uh, the address is Afton, but we're actually located real close to like uh, Ketchum, little town right off Grand Lake. Thank you. So.
0: I was like, I feel like and I've heard that before, but I couldn't quite figure out where it was. So, okay, we're coming to the end of lake season, but how has it been living in kind of a lake town? And how, like, with dispensary sales and God, how lake life is. So in those what towns? we saw
4: um, was a lot of people wanted sativa, sativa, yeah. sativa, 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 sativa. sativa. There. You go into the dispensary, and there would be not a there would be no sativa flower, no sativa pre rolls, but they would leave the indica on the shelf. They didn't want it because they didn't want to go out on the boat and take a nap. Yeah, you know. So. Um,
0: well, I'm kind of loving it because um, a lot of people from California and from the West Coast have talked about cannabis coming in and the s- towns kind of going dormant because people are stoned all the time. Well. I'm glad people are getting out and about. I mean, we have been sativa heavy here lately, and mm-hmm. I, I, I indicas are great for bedtime and everything. But I love that people are still out and moving and doing stuff. Is there a part of being fall that you think brings
1: out the sativa? Because we're used, I'm just thinking for me because I just grabbed some sativa, right? Like mm-hmm. because I was like, you know, summer I chilled, right? I, I felt like I needed to chill a little bit. Because there's enough energy with the summer. I Well, I think it's, I think, what is it, vitamin D or whatever we get from the sun. It always gives me energy. Mm-hmm. And then as the fall starts coming in, the winter, I'm going to be inside more. And I'm like, you know what? I feel like I need something to keep me going. Yeah. I,
3: I think that it has to do with the, you know, you get that fall, the fall blues kind of set in. And so, you know, you get that sativa and you get that little bit of boost that you need That's that you're not Marshall's so, seen. yeah, you're Looking not, you don't have a, that, uplift, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the sativas kind of keep you there, but still it's not so much that you're, you know, off the walls. Yeah.
1: It's interesting though. It's a great question. Like I never thought of thinking about that. Like what is it like around the lake with smoking? I would've actually thought it would have been different. I would have thought people would want to chill and be out on the boat and chill.
4: Yeah, like, no. They, <laughs> they like to party, so they they want something that keeps them going, you know. And maybe they've been drinking all day and they're kinda sleepy, well yeah. grab you a pre roll, choke it down and you're ready to go again, you know. So also up.
0: I'm on the I'm trying to give up alcohol so i only want sativas and the
4: people who (laughs) i I almost solely smoke sativas um all right so what's
0: what's what's why the no alcohol what is it oh i'm just ready for a break and cleanse and detox and you know i'll do that yeah the people
5: who uh who normally smoke uh and drink I feel like they steer towards sativas mixing with drinking because drinking is already a depressant and the depressant, I mean, you got to balance yourself out or you're going to be out like early yeah. in the night. So, uh, I feel like a bunch of people, uh, the lake is a very like alcohol driven area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the alcohol could be a play in the spike
4: in sativa use. Uh, I think a lot of it too, just boils down to people didn't really understand the difference between a strong indica and a strong sativa until you actually try it mm-hmm. um, and feel that, you know, you're wide awake, you want to go do something. And it is a, such a different experience. We had a pure sativa strain that we grew for a little while and it was like slamming three energy drinks. You'd be like, all right, what do we need to do next? Where are we going? What, what are we trimming? What are we cutting down? You know, and if there was nothing to do, I find myself walking circles. hmm. What do I do next? What do I do next? What do I do next? Well, so. I feel
5: the market's also like very hybrid heavy the, around like around this time, uh, which is really weird. I think because I feel like people steer clear of hybrids uh, for the most part because you really don't know what effect you're getting from it unless you're actually like reading the studies or trying it before and like.
1: Well, and I think sometimes. I mean, sometimes I'll get a hybrid because I know I can just. It
4: neutral. gives you the best of both worlds. Oh uh, no, you're,
1: like neutral. Yeah, you feel yeah. Mellow, nothing. But you like yeah. just. I just. But then sometimes I want to feel <laughs> relaxed. Or what kind of weed is I wanna this? I want to feel up. <laughs> yeah. right? Hybrids
4: to get me through the day. Sativas yeah. for having fun, and the indicas when uh, I need a nap.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's interesting <laughs> though because we talk about alcohol, right? Like you mentioned that uh, your wife and uh, you know the, the idea of drinking and smoking at the same time. You said that drinking, yeah, is a depressant and then so you would want a stativa. So I I mean most of us generally who smoke generally sometimes drink, right? Like it I just got off cleanse. <laughs> Chris hopped off the wagon. <laughs> he's like, I'm out. He's 30 always day
0: was over. like riding he's like holding on, like, Marty McFly with a skateboard to that wagon. It's, <laughs> like, no.
1: But, right, like, if if I'm going to smoke and have some smoke for the night, like, I'll usually entertain a drink at the same time. Yeah, It just seems yeah, to go kind of hand in hand.
0: But I think what Abe was talking about you're earlier ready for sleep, is, sir. like, if you're, but if you're not, if you're a new cannabis consumer and you drink, and then you smoke it'll put you down or put you in the spins uh, like of socially edibles Blow
5: you're up. out you're so asleep like once that hits
0: people are used to drinking but not especially here not everyone is used to edibles or smoking mm-hmm. and so they'll go out and they'll be drinking and smoke a joint with cuz I'm smoking and then all of a sudden have to go home or something because they're not used to drinking and smoking together so yeah that one's a tricky one that's what people. I
2: do. I, I'll drink and I'll smoke. But I like bourbon, but I don't like uh, cigars. <laughs> so instead of a cigar, I will find myself smoking joints. I'm mm-hmm. not a big nicotine tobacco fan.
0: But yeah. I do like, you like having that do something to smoke
4: while you're drinking. Yeah, and something about that. just a smoke, yep. inhaling then, and Even when I first started drinking, I didn't smoke. And the first time I did smoke a cigarette, I was like, there's something right about this combo smoking something while well, you're guess, drinking, it's whether it's a like, cigarette or a joint. Or, it's kind
0: of like that too, though. Like if you're not used to cigarettes and you smoke a cigarette while you're drinking, you're it'll sick. make you sick. Yeah. Oh same yeah, same kind of thing. I got dizzy. So I, I
1: actually tried to become a cigarette smoker. <laughs> I really, really want to really do hard. this. Put in the effort. I, I, okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like I I, I got out of college I tried to vape. I was <laughs> like I'm going to do this because it will occupy my hands and keep me busy. Well,
1: <laughs> no for me it was she doesn't I vape. got out of college and didn't do anything, right? Like I not only did I go to a a a Christian college, but I also played football and baseball. So I was like, I mean, I was strict very straight-laced. Be. Yeah, straight-laced. I got out of college and I'm like, you know what? What's the deal? Why do people smoke cigarettes? I'm gonna buy a pack and try and figure out and so I was living downtown, um and well not downtown, I was living by Cherry Street. Sounds uh, like college
5: this. was a lot of tests for you.
1: <laughs> That's what I got from that. <laughs> no, college was a breeze. <laughs> it was
0: a breeze. <laughs> I want to go to uh, some smoke uh, holes and hang you know, out with those people. I did. Is That's that what I tried to do.
1: Thought? And I had a I had a roommate. <laughs> And we would both get off work and we would sit out on a patio and drink beer. That was our thing, right? Like you just sit out and drink. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to get a pack of cigarettes and try to figure out how to smoke. (laughs) I lasted three days. The third day I went to go get my cigarette. I was like, oh, this is stupid. And I just put it down. (laughs) I've never been a smoker since. Like it just didn't take for me. I couldn't do it. But a cigar, like you mentioned earlier, I love to smoke cigars.
5: You needed peer pressure. That was your problem. You (laughs) you were trying to do (laughs) it on your own. You would have been a good smoker if you would have had some friends that were like, yeah, we're
0: smoking with you.
1: People would give me cigarettes. I would try. He just needed cannabis. Look at you now. You're a smoker. I know.
4: I just needed cannabis. (laughs) So does that mean that you were a late bloomer in the smoking department, as was I?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely uh so I'm, i don't feel but so bad. I'm much older than you so <laughs> it was a late late bloom <laughs> my first story we've shared before we shared it way early a long time ago but mine was driving through the mountains of colorado and uh i would had anchorman kept coming into my visions and it was wild yeah
3: so do you prefer flower or are you more into like the edibles or what What's so my, your choice? In, my
1: intro was edibles and I would nibble on edibles throughout the day to try and help my depression. Whenever I'd feel that cloud come over, I'd just take another little bit of bite and just keep going throughout the day. Um, as the depression over years and years finally, I, you know, progressed through it, then I realized, oh, shit, the depression, I fucked up my body because I was out of it for so long. And so then I had to get into the flower and started smoking but then i went oh what's this dab thing And i think one of our my first dabs was here maybe or something i don't remember like i just started dabbing with people and then it was like okay i like it like so now i go back and forth i just bought some dab from up front um but i still will every once in a while yeah have a smoke we'll we'll smoke flower here and then I might have a little bit back at the house that I'll go back and smoke a little bit. And then, you know, like... But for the most part, I'll dab throughout the day. And I use the uh, the little syringe. Yeah. I use that syringe all like the time. Like an RSO. RSO? An RSO yeah. syringe, yeah. I love RSO. I all... I'll do it every morning, and I'll do it when I get home, and I'll do it before I go to bed.
5: The highest I ever was was on RSO. Mm-hmm. It no it got scary. You,
1: you <laughs> got to make sure Chris was like, just do a little grain of rice. I can't even do a grain of rice. I'm like yeah. a half a grain of rice. I ate 700 I milligrams
5: rice, one time, and that was the spookiest thing, and it was RSO. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, my RSO uh, syringe actually broke. And I was like, well, what am I going to do with all this <laughs> loose it. RSO? Say and, yeah, no, I ended up eating like 700 milligrams <laughs> and suffering for it. Oh, yeah, no. it was scary. <laughs> so
1: what are we smoking today? What did you bring? Did you bring flour or dabs or what would you bring?
4: Um, flour. So we've got some flour. It's American haze. Um, and then I uh, did bring along some uh, hashish as well. So, if that's something you guys are interested in trying.
5: Good old classic hashish. Definitely. American
4: haze? Yes. That is, uh, we, we like our haze strains. Um, most of them are sativa dominant. So, yeah. for the lake people, that was, it was like, okay, we've got a bunch of haze seeds. Let's just get these things going. and. Is it
2: haze hash as well?
4: Um, no, it's not, actually. Okay. Um, that's going to be from another strain that we've got called Red Hot Cookie. Gotcha. Um, it is a red uh variety we've managed to fino through our moms and get an all red variety and i actually uh, this was a test run to see what color it came out with the red plant material versus your traditional green so if that's something red it's it's not the same color that it normally is it took on like a gray tint almost okay um and like uh, i know when uh purples dry out they tend to take on that grayish tint, mm. so uh, definitely a different color than I've seen before on previous things that I've
2: nice.
4: done.
0: Are you gonna jingle me in? Is
2: it terpene talk time? Terpene talks with Katie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that one was different this yeah. week. <laughs> we had an evolution.
1: So should have been know, a singer, it was
2: time.
0: <laughs> Funny you say that. <laughs> I am. Okay, so the top three terpenes for American Haze are going to be um, beta-carifeline and delta-limeline, which are both going to be anti-inflammatory, which is really nice. They're both sativa-leaning terpenes. The delta-limeline is going to be more citrusy smelling whenever you're smelling the flower and the... Um, Beta-carifeline is going to be more peppery, which sometimes... We've had that, yeah. We, yeah.
5: This is a very, very sweet strain. Yeah, Sweet? It, yeah, it's very
4: uh, sweet-smelling.
5: So you're smelling
0: sure. more the delta-limeline yeah. definitely than the caroline, but which...
4: I will tell you when it gets broken up. It definitely takes on more of the caryophylline and the, uh, there's, I believe mercine is yeah. another one. Yeah, that's in there. Third. And <laughs> they've got the, they've got a, <laughs> um, much, uh, gassier odor to them versus the, uh, limonene. So, right, so
1: we like to do our own version of terpenes carefully. I think we've always said that, is that really the way you're supposed to say it? Uh, that's is how I've always said it, man. I don't know.
0: People, I say yeah. Like,
4: caryophylline. Caryophylline. Chris knows.
0: Why didn't you correct us We're all? We've carefully. been over here yeah, saying gonna it. Yeah, I'm going to say it that way. <laughs> yeah. But it's thanks, Marshall. <laughs> the
4: English language. It evolves as we go. Tomato.
2: That's
0: right. So. And then the third is the mirror scene, which is going to be relaxing. It's going to even you out so that it's not going to be your speedy, speedy sativa-like 100% sativa they were talking about earlier. This is going to be a more chill sativa.
4: I think the American is a 64 to 40 sativa dominant hybrid. So Pretty even.
1: Yeah. All right, so what should we feel, Abe? Lit.
5: Yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, the American haze is more relaxing, I feel. Uh, it's not going to speed us up excessively. Uh It'll be more laid back. Uh,
3: the myrcene that's in it is one of the uh, terpenes that also helps with anxiety and stress. So it's kind of going to help. It's going to have that upper, but it's also going to have that like chill, relax more feeling creative. to it. We'll and be yeah. a lot calmer oh. Oh. Kind. creative kind of Almost feeling. Almost like what we
1: talked about needing for the fall then, huh?
4: Yeah, basically. Okay. All the pretty colors get you in a creative mood. There you go. Sweet.
0: Reorganize your closet. Whoa, or whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy there. Easy, <laughs> easy.
1: Or hey, stare at the pretty trees. It. There you go. I'd rather <laughs> stare at the trees and go <laughs> clean the closet. <laughs> hey,
0: whatever needs to happen on a Saturday, this one's for you.
1: Oh, all right. Well, let's go try it.
5: All right. Awesome.
0: It's the Kush Lai for us. Kush Lai. Kush Hey guys, while everyone's out smoking, let me tell you about Cush Lounge. We just opened up the dog park. You can bring your dog and chill after you get your medicine. You can come out back, play some games. We've got cornhole. We've got ping pong. There's going to be sound baths on our calendar coming up. We're going to have yoga, all kinds of fun stuff. Check out our Instagram page at Cush Lounge Tulsa. See you soon.
1: All right, we're back, and I think we're all high. We are. Just a little bit. (laughs) Uh, Early thoughts, because that was a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah, Marshalls are. Oh, I'm I'm way high. (laughs) I I remember... We're having a little bit of fun. We talked about the flavor while we were smoking it. I think we all thought it was a little citrusy. Was that a...
0: Yes. Citrusy. Yummy.
4: I'm more interested in your guys' thoughts.
1: Well, I mean, that was my thoughts we too. Like, I remember a, a kind of a smooth, citrusy flavor. Uh,
0: and I feel like it's more of a sativa high, more head high than it is body high, definitely. Yeah. But not sad.
1: that like
4: pulsating. I know what you're talking about, right in the front of your forehead. Yeah, that's yeah, it, it feels
0: no. like,
1: like the front the same of your forehead thing gets Sometimes <gasps> when we hit that stativa like we just get that pounding right in the forehead. Know what you're talking about. And I didn't get that, yeah.
4: So
0: No, not like that. Just a good
4: It's in control.
1: We so might have also very taken balanced. some other stuff too. I don't know. Like I said, we had a little bit of fun. <laughs> we had a good time. <sighs> so what's your guys' overall take of the industry? Like you know i know you you, you for oklahoma from, yeah yeah here in oklahoma i mean it was a great question earlier about lake life and you know what it's like up there versus the city i think
4: that it has um grown very rapidly and it's only continuing to grow yeah yeah um yeah <laughs> and that's a good thing that is that is a really good thing um But everything's just kind of out of – it feels like out of control in some aspects, you know, with Mm -hmm. um, just the way the industry is. Um, So I feel like there are changes that are needed, but I don't know what the answer to any of that is. What changes do you think are needed? You know, we've just had a lot of issues with illegal grows and things like that, so – feels like we're monitored very heavily and more heavily as time goes on um and these other things continue to happen and they, they give us a bad name because um a lot of them have licenses and things like that so um you know they're technically operating within parts of the boundaries of the laws and then in other areas they're not so
1: what what are they doing illegally um just
5: Just licensing. A lot of it's licensing. Mm -hmm. Uh, We went through a lot of licensing processes and just uh, a lot of communication with OMMA. And uh, a lot of people don't do that. And it's something that OMMA is increasing because people aren't doing that, which is making the problem even worse because that requires... More hoops to jump through, basically.
4: I I wish there was more education from the state that was, you know, video-based online and things like that. That's how a lot of us operate these days. And it's hard to weed through everything in their memorandums and references and yada, yada, yada to know what you're actually supposed to do without talking to an OMMA rep or O-B-N-D-D or N-N-D. So, um, you know, you always... Like, there's a question of what's okay and what's not because there's no explanation of anything, and a lot of the times we're not even told where to look for those info, that info, and those answers. So, I would love that. I love
5: clarification. (laughs) So, Oklahoma definitely needs more clarification, though, for sure. It is
0: needed, communication is good.
4: Yes. And <laughs> easily understood communication as well. So. Hey,
2: everyone yeah. is so high right now. <laughs> so high. It's awesome. Yeah. How do you feel, Marshall? Hi. How do you feel? Definitely. Marshall, how do you feel?
5: Candy's awesome. your not thoughts high by ain't. Marshall.
2: <laughs> <laughs> deep thoughts by
1: Marshall. All right, deep thoughts. Uh,. We talked about Hash because we enjoyed some Hash. Hash, for sure. It was Monarch, was that who was
0: on? That Previously,
1: yes. Yeah, that taught us about Hash and its origins. And it's interesting that um. much of us here grew up very biblically. <laughs> uh, did you ever hear about it being around that area at that time, but it was never
5: deep history in the culture
1: so it i found that i found that really it hard. was
5: it was very hidden in the culture yeah is the thing they've it, they it covered depended it up on well.
4: where they were focusing that culture you know I'm
5: a lot sure of the was
0: discussed back then it's just that we don't discuss it now well
4: and you got to think that might have been just
0: that's like you know
4: breathing b- air to us is today it's just a thing that everybody did it wasn't worth talking about and writing down you know so um If that's just something... It wasn't
1: looked as a negative is basically what you're saying. Yeah,
4: yeah. And regardless of, uh, you know, how we feel about it today, there have been parts of the world that have just, they've accepted and had this as a part of their life. Regardless of laws and everything like that, it is part of their culture. So, um, and that's where a lot of these traditions come from, especially when you're making and consuming hashish. And hash is just a... I feel like it's a better medicinal product than you would find with your regular concentrates um, just because it gives a a profile of the actual plant, especially if it's harvested um, appropriately and with care. So um, it's just a a yes, yes. So and and I don't believe that you can't do things right with solvents i just feel like why take the risk you know yeah. so um there's no reason it's better to just do it the way that you should that <laughs> it,
0: it does seem like this generation versus previous generations are going to define themselves most by using less chemicals and everything we want things like cleaner and healthier.
4: Better, I and think
0: it's gonna be the biggest, yeah, definer the between pre- like the 50s and us using like heavy chemicals on everything, yeah, pesticides. 90s, nobody gave a we're thought. still dealing yeah, with the side effects from it that,
1: started, but yeah, you're
0: right, and now it's, it's just gonna, to gonna hear, be yeah. we don't need it, want it, use it anymore. <laughs>
3: I have to say my dad, you know, who grew up, I grew up with him completely growing it in our closets. Um, To this day, he's like, what, you trim that weed? Because they never did that before. So it's just, I think it's just moving with, with the times, the changing of Mm -hmm. it, you know, Um, whereas they didn't even care how their weed was. I mean, because they had weed, you know, and then now here we've got, you know, all these new well, not really yeah. but, you know, the hash and how everybody's doing that has just
0: evolved. It really has evolved to everyone pr- trying to perfect Ye- the yes, prettiest weeds, the highest THC, now, thankfully, highest terpenes. At least we're I mean, keeping some medicinal yeah. factors in the plant because, obviously, we've bred a lot of the CBD out as well because, I mean, on the testing, it's hardly ever there. So... The fact that Oklahoma is keeping terpenes in is definitely a, stri- a good strive for us. So
5: Definitely in the right direction. And now if solventless. If we can just like keep on it.
0: Yeah, keeping in the solventless direction is even more pushing that more medicinal product, better product, cleaner product for the patient.
4: It, it was one thing, you know, we didn't used to know how to do a lot of these things even 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these texts and the way that things are done now and can be done now, um, they're new. So, um, but that doesn't mean that they're bad or wrong. It's just, you know, there hash is a very blanket term and there are a lot of ways to produce it. And, um, you know, you can't say that one isn't and one is, um, it's, it's about the experience, you know, that's what it was always about traditionally um it was a traditional medicine you know was shared um so it's it's good to get back to that
1: it's so interesting like the the theory of what went on back then but then the way we were raised was that that it was bad but it was something that they probably regularly did on you know like we're saying it was part of their culture but the way everything got translated down to us it was that it was such a bad Thing to do
4: Medicine is treated as something that you know you take yourself, you deal with yourself, you do it yourself these days and it's it's nice to have something that you can get together with a group of people whether they're like minded or not, and you all share a common interest in something that you like that you agree on, and you can argue about it a lot of the times we do it's it's part of it there, we don 't know the best ways yet those are still the come we haven 't perfected things so um, you know taking that traditional mindset and applying it with these new technologies and as we move forward um, to make it a more traditional terpene enhanced medicinal product um, you just really have to um, learn. you got to open up to new techniques and things like that things that weren't accepted or thought to be possible fifteen, twenty years ago, ten years ago, you know, are being done today that with solventless pressing and,
1: and, and like, crossbreed stuff, and like figure things make out. Make the best. Things. A lot of that has led to this.
5: Yeah. So Beeweed.
0: have to be the best grower. Grow the best strain.
4: There, well, there are certain strains that are are good for uh, turning into hash, and certain strains that aren't. So, you know, learning which ones will um, produce more for you and less for you, and uh, Better. All of that, you know, that's a process as well.
0: Better for topicals or better mm-hmm. for concentrates. Oh, true.
4: So, and, you know, it, it can even be down to how did you age the plant, you know? Traditional hash- hashish is generally like a 50% amber, which would be a very sleepy time, you know, compared to nowadays we consider harvesting when it's milky, more milky to be a good time to harvest for flour. So um, it's just down to, you know, that is a more of a medicinal effect, but it's not what we traditionally would look for in the cannabis industry. So, and that's just as it grows across the country even, that's going to change and people are going to learn new ways and people are going to get involved in the industry who had things they, you know, we're doing with their lives, other things, other paths, and they all settled here. So it's fun to meet everybody and talk yeah. with everyone.
1: Definitely.
3: I was just going to say that I think that it's important to not lose sight of what we're doing. Um, and I'm not high, just so everybody knows. So, um, I you know, I think that I'm- finding the best <laughs> um, best product without losing, you know, all of the terpenes, without losing the important things. Because for me, again, it's all about helping the patients. It's mm-hmm. about providing a service to them, um, a product to them that's going to make them better, that's going to make them, you know, steer away from um, your analgesics such as you know um hydrocodone or you know oxycodone or anything like that um this right here if we can get it you know a quality product with the medicinal terpenes and everything like that that is that's where we need to to have our goal i think yeah i think
0: so too i think oklahoma is doing a a good job of balancing um, fighting that good fight and, like, really putting out...
5: There are still the THC chasers, but... There are. Yeah.
0: But I often have salespeople come in from out of state and they'll say, why are these like small town dispensaries asking me about terpenes and asking for full spectrum products. And I'm like, yes, yay, exactly. Oklahoma. Yeah. Like we're doing something right. Because they've heard of them. <laughs> yes, like,
5: Whenever uh, the dispensaries first started opening, I remember a product Bison. Uh, mm-hmm. They were super popular in Miami because of the like full spectrum products right. and like very terpene filled
0: yeah it's awesome i think it's good i think we're standing apart from the other states that have gone legal in the past so yeah i think it's good all right so who came up with the name
3: um so i kind of did that um because well flower and bud um so want to use those names just because I mean it's used everywhere so um floral is you know comes Mm -hmm. from flower and then reef is also of course you know it's reefer reefer bud so that's kind of how I came up with that
1: I was hoping I had something to do Tropical Reef. No, but... Um, we do
4: love Tropical
3: reefs. We do love... We'd like to have this saltwater... Yeah, that's what I was saying.
1: Really, when you said it earlier, and we like, that's a cool name. I yeah. like, in my mind, I was like, I hope that's like the... No. No.
3: No. 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 Makes sense I that think reefer's probably a better name. Yeah, reefer. Yeah.
0: I didn't make that connection, but that's pretty cool to you. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. We
4: didn't want you to make that
0: connection. <laughs> so. It was unique. It's
1: what
5: unique. a classic
4: term.
1: <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming through. Where do people find you on social?
4: Um,
3: Your, our Facebook page is Floral Reef, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, the Floral Reef, and the Instagram as well.
4: No
5: spaces.
3: No spaces. <laughs> yeah.
1: The uh, best way to get in touch with you is.
3: Uh yeah, through Facebook.
5: Facebook probably.
3: Probably the best way. And then yeah. coming through here, right? Huh? Yeah. Yeah.
5: Exactly.
0: For sure. All right, Katie. Where do people find KUSH? You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Dispensary underscore Tulsa. And you can find us right here at 1711 East Skelly Drive from 10 to 10, seven days a week. Awesome. Thank you all so
1: much. Really appreciate it. Thank you. you. Thank guys, you. Appreciate you guys, you guys, appreciate you guys patience, having yeah. us
4: down here. So appreciate everything. We had
5: fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the life for us push that